0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Finn. And this is Adler. And welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation. Where we're here focused on managing your drive so that way you can optimize the
1: 24 hours that you have in a day and live elevated. Make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast on all of your favorite platforms. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation with both your boys, Finn and Adler. Hey,
0: hey, hey, guys, what's up?
1: We hope each and every single one of you guys is off to a great start to your week. We hope that you guys had an awesome past week, had a chance to uh, wish Adler happy birthday. And obviously, my first
0: podcast is a 32-year-old, so.
1: Oh, no,
0: I'm, yeah. just I'm just kidding. Hey, it is it is
1: what it is, man. I think I see a gray.
0: I do have a gray hair and then um, the other day it was pointed out that I have a red hair that straggles like down here on my chin. Oh. So. Yeah, man, I'm living life.
1: <laughs> hey, just blame on California. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that made no sense. But first of all, before we get going, I just want to start off and uh, see how you're doing out there. You've been out there in California and it's a very different kind of environment. You... Are I'm sure you know you sent me some photos the other day and it looks like you're out there. You said you were at Napa Valley. Can you talk a bit about that? Share a little bit what Napa Valley is like. I know a lot of wine vineyards out there, but
0: I apologize. There was a spider and I almost freaked out. I'm just, it's dead now. We're good. We're okay.
1: Oh, we're good. We're good.
0: I'm sorry. We Go are ahead and really- continue. Yes, I was in I Napa wanted, Valley.
1: I, I wanted to hear about your Napa Valley experience for your birthday, man, because I know. You know, I get wine sometimes in Publix, and like the location is Nap, the Napa Valley region.
0: Uh, so it was really cool, actually. Like, it was just um, I never have been that far, I guess, north, and it was just really cool just to kind of um, be able to experience uh, that culture, if you, if that makes sense. Like, to them to us it's such a foreign concept to just be able to be like, hey, um, I'm gonna go spend um, a day at a vineyard or something like that. It's a foreign concept for us because we have no way of like quantifying that, but like it's so socially like acceptable here. So like um, I was able to visit like three vineyards, um, able to get like uh, a spa day, like with a massage and um, like, like the whole thing, like they they, they had like steam room, um, like a jacuzzi, like it was it was really really cool. And then like the the cottage that um, I stayed at was, it was like a cottage hotel room. So it looked like almost like a cabin, but then you could use your card to like swipe in to get in. So it was it was pretty cool.
1: Well, legit, man. Yeah, I uh, I mean I've always had the the impression of California being kind of like you just think of like the most color color like uh gosh color colorful wow that was weird it's like a brain fart a colorful like the buildings and like just a bunch of like they see the bread the the bridge like the the golden gate bridge which is not even gold i mean
0: it's it's an hour away from me yeah but But like
1: I, i think it's awesome that you get to do that i mean i think that one thing when you look at life sometimes you you have to venture out and you get to experience things and you know, I I felt the same way when I went to Colorado, uh, being on the west, the west side of the United States. It's a very different, I feel like the environment is in general, everything about it is different.
0: No, and it, it, it's again, like, I, I think this is one of the very few um, states that actually you can, depending on where you are, you can div- like literally go through the seasons. So where I'm located, it's more north so you get like the 40 degree weather in the morning but then it'll bounce back up to like 80 degrees and that's just unheard of like in florida cuz usually it's like you know maximum 75 and then the max the be- below like it'll probably drop like 70 degrees max and like you know for the fall time <laughs>
1: right
0: so it's it's and- different
1: well i'm just glad i'm just glad you're enjoying, uh, your trip and maybe you'll just Um, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's great that you get to do that. And especially when you get to not only you're, you're working there, I think for, you know, mental health reasons and just like for being able to, you know, while your day's off, uh, to be able to kind of extinguish and spend time, uh, Really, just kind of taking in the environment, the whole just the scenery. I think I got a notification today actually from you on my Apple Watch. What's it yeah, I still have it. It says here Adler earned a reward. Da-da-da-da. Adler earned the hiking elevation gain record. You got it today on October 18th, 2012. Uh, sorry,
0: 2022.
1: Wow. Man. Yeah. I don't no, know it, what your elevation was but something tells me that you either hiked or you did something that was you actually good. go on my
0: page like um i actually put it on my page to show like the view and i was i was really really high like the the elevation was steep to the point where i was like
1: <laughs> yeah no that that like, feeling a feeling of a lack of oxygen is like legit like you especially when you're climbing up but I don't know. It was just a show. I got the notification today and I was like, oh, you know, that's pretty cool. I mean, you've reached a goal that you've never had before and
0: never done. It. No. You
1: can't do that here in Florida. It's just not something your elevation gain is maybe 50 feet, if that. Uh, but obviously, when you go to states like California or Colorado, you can kind of embrace next level 8000 7000 14000 that's
0: been the coolest thing so far as the the hikes like it's really been Oh, like
1: I'm sure. Fun. I'm I'm sure man. Well it's fun that you know we 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 get to talk about these things because um you know obviously this past couple of weeks we've noticed and we I'm just going to quickly talk about this before we really jump into things one thing I've kind of been doing like a self-evaluation of what the podcast has really taught me, you know, and I know this is kind of weird, but we talk about a lot of different topics. We've talked about a lot of different genres of conversation. And I think that one thing that sticks out the most of people is we have very authentic conversations. We have very authentic topics. We have, you know, very different uh, approaches to things. but well, we still find a way to really kind of hone in and communicate about the topic itself. And whether we agree, disagree, or we find a way to have our own uh, our own perspective on the situation. One thing I was kind of doing this past week was kind of evaluating myself as a person. And it started off me texting you today and kind of saying, hey man, you know, I, I feel like I haven't used social media. We talked about this off air and, and I'm gonna bring it up real quick just because this is part of growth. Um, the last few weeks, like, I feel like I have taken a step back and something about it is it is nice to be able to step away from social media. Now, obviously, as somebody who you and I both have a podcast, you know, we, we have a mission, we have something that really we're, we're, we're putting out there for people to hear. And it's, I was listening to one of our episodes on one of the days I was off, and I was just listening to what we were talking about. And, it kind of ties into what we're talking about today, but it was a reminder that in life, in life, you miss hundred percent of the shots you never take. You miss 100% of the shots that you never take. And your text message today was kind of that reminder. Now I'm gonna be honest, it is a little weird not being as proactive as I used to be with it. Um, I think a lot of it has to do is just cause I've been really, really focused on my growth as a person, but also my growth as far as our relationship with Cassandra. Like we're we're heading a very, we're going into a very, very interesting part of our life that is going to be opened up and it's gonna be beautiful. Um, but it's also where the reminder and the self-evaluation, it kind of comes back to what we're gonna talk about today. And that is talking about what you've learned in life. What are some of the top things you get to as a person we have so many different lessons, right? We get from childhood through the adolescence through becoming a man. But then you think about what is the, what is the one or two lessons that you and I both have had, no matter whether you were a boy, young man, or where you are today. Cause I think about that. And we kind of had that conversation last week where like, okay, let's talk about some of the best lessons of life. And we kind of wound it down to two and obviously I'm sure you have a whole list. I have a whole list, but to choose from that whole list, I feel like we should both talk about that. I think it's important. Um, It just, this week, it kind of hit me and I realized, man, we have a podcast, right? We Mm -hmm. have, we have something that one day our kids are going to go back and say, my parents, my my dad did that, you know, all these audios are saved on these major platforms. And to think about, 60 years from now, someone's going to listen to it on Pandora and or Apple or Amazon and to be able to say that was 60 years ago. We talked about some of the greatest conversations that can change generations forever. That's a pretty huge milestone. And it it kind of it kind of it, it tickled my brain when I really thought about it. like people. Today, someone actually said it. Hey, you posted a new episode on the podcast. I love when I get a notification because it lets me know that you guys are going to talk about something. How's that work? Yeah. People come up to me and asking me, hey, I heard you have a podcast. Hey, you know, I heard you have a podcast. Hey, I love what you talk about here. And today's topic, I feel like what we're going to talk about is going to be one of our more raw conversations, just keeping it simple, but raw because we all need some kind of navigational uh, path to stay in line with our morals, our goals, our dreams, our aspirations. And that's learning some of the best lessons in life. So I I know I don't want to keep running on because knowing me. I can do that. Just throwing all the meat, potatoes, gravy, green beans, and collard greens, you name it, and the cornbread. We're going to talk about And I want to first, before we can get started, I want to ask you this question, or to get started. When you think about, when someone asks you this question, what are your most important, most valuable, most top lessons you've learned in life? What is the first thing that comes to mind when you hear that? When you hear someone ask you that, what is it, what is your response to that, that question? Just to kind of like it's
0: immediately immediately, um when when i get asked that type of question i think of i think of two like i can already automatically think of my 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 two biggest lessons and i i think um you know i think we kind of covered it last week as well is in life there's different types of growth and even though you're not in school for all your life you're always constantly learning something new and if you're not learning, then you're pretty much wasting your life because you have to be able to advance and grow and change and adjust as you continue to grow. So um, like the first one that comes to mind is um, there's power and consistency. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of the times when people set out to do stuff, Um, I think that a lot of times when people set out to do stuff or to set out on a goal or a journey, the issue isn't about knowing how to get there. It's about developing the consistency to actually put forth the effort every single day. And even when you don't see immediate progress, knowing that it wasn't done in vain, there's still tomorrow. And people always ask yourselves, that that million-dollar question is, well, uh, when, uh, is it going to happen? Will I be successful? Will I accomplish this goal? And the truth is, you can accomplish anything you want in life as long as you put in enough time and you stay consistent with it. So, like, Morgan Freeman is probably one of the most famous actors of all time. He didn't get, he didn't catch his big break until he was, um. I think he was driving this daisy and he was like 45, 46 years old. Um the uh, the guy from breaking bad, he didn't catch his big break, break, breaking, he didn't catch like breaking bad until he was in like his late 40s, early 50s. And like, you know, sometimes it's not you're not gonna catch it within the first five months, six months, two years, three years, 10 years you'll catch it somewhere later on down the line, 20 years, 30 years. Imagine doing the same thing over for 20 30 plus years and just waiting for the results to come in. That's the type of level of consistency that I actually, I never actually had to do before, but I understand the concept way better than when I was a kid. Because when I was in high school, everything was just always easy. I didn't really have to study. I didn't really have to apply myself. Never really had to open a book. Everything just came natural for me. And if there was a test, I could cram real quick. And I would always finish like, I finished with a 3.5 GPA and that was without minimum effort. Like that was minimum effort. I would show up to class and that's pretty much it. And now I'm starting to realize that like, there's more to life than just, you know, getting by and just, you know, being present like to consistently get up do something do something of value try to make you know someone's life better try to add value to the people that are around you and you know the truth is right and this is one of my favorite quotes you can measure the value of a man based off of the lives the lives that he's touched so if you're existing on this Lovely planet that we have, and you're not capable of interacting with people and adding value to their life in some way, shape, or form, then you almost kind of have to ask yourself, "What have you really done with your life?"
1: All right? No, I mean, so what I love is that you brought up Morgan Freeman, right? Because Morgan Freeman, when I think of Morgan Freeman. I think about all his voice first of all, and then to think that you know you have people that go 30, 30, 40 years before they actually reach their prime time, you know, moment. I think one thing that you have, and I'm gonna piggyback off this with my, with one of my lessons in life. One thing you have to realize when you are set out for an opportunity to be consistent or just opportunity, like taking Morgan Freeman, for example, There are times that I feel like people will give up when they don't see a result or they don't see some kind of change or they don't see some kind of altering life event, if you will. So one of my lessons in life that I always felt like my dad always drilled in my head and he reminds me, and I think we've talked about this before more in depth, but this is really one that I think is really important because it does keep, it keeps me going. And it's a great reminder, but it's to fail, but not to give up. My dad used to say, you can get to a point where you fail, but see the difference between failing and giving up is that when you give up, it's like like turning off the light versus dimming the light. When you dim a light, you can always turn it back up, you can turn it back down, but the light is still on. And when you give up, you completely shut off the switch. There's a break in electricity, there's nothing. darkness. And you have to go back and turn on the light to turn to allow the current flow of electricity back into motion. And it's harder, it, it's harder On a scientific level, it takes more work for a light to go back from an off position to an on position than it is to go from a lower to a higher amount of electricity. So I guess the analogy
0: example: the the law of physics is objects that are in motion tend to stay in motion. And I think that's kind of what you're you're touching on. So as long as you continue to chase after it or to do something or to work at it, then you're going to continue with that momentum and you'll continue going up, going forward. But if right. you stop, then it's so much harder to get pick yourself back up and to continue going on again.
1: Exactly. And it, but that it, and I, I don't mean to make it sound very it, like it, it just it, it just piggybacks what you're saying because you know, I feel like a lot of times I had a hard time believing in myself. And it's easy to just give up. It's easy to just shut off the light. It's easy to. You know, imagine Morgan Freeman just said, you know what, I'm not gonna, he's 29 years old and you know, he breaks at 40 something years old. And imagine had he given up 20 years prior, Morgan Freeman would not be Morgan Freeman as we know him today. No. Or he really anybody. You know, you got Denzel Washington, you have uh you have Chris Pratt. You know, I, I've been called Chris Pratt like a million times the last couple of weeks, but you know, he started off on Parks and Rec and everybody knew him as Andy. That's where he had his breaking moment, but Chris Pratt was another stuff prior to that. He just didn't have his prime light, shine light, whatever the word is, uh, his prime time shining moment. Who would, I don't even know what it's called, but the point is, is that my dad used to tell me this, and I live by this because it's important to remember that you can make a mistake, you can fail, but you don't give up, meaning that you're gonna fall down and you get back up, you do it again. You have, I think I posted something, um, many 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 like about two years ago not many years ago but like two years ago i posted something and it was i actually this is before i went in germany and if my wi-fi is fast enough i can get back to it but it was a quote that i i i came up with because this was something that actually i felt like was dear to me and it, it made sense um hold on let me find it. it's on instagram it's just weird looking back on some of the posts. Sometimes, like, I think you've done this too. You go back and read some of the stuff you write or you've typed up or you've posted.
0: Sometimes <laughs> I, I think to myself, wow, that was such a profound thought. And then sometimes I look at it and I, I cringe and I say, wow, that was such a terrible thought process. And I just cringe.
1: Oh Well, I don't know. I don't cringe as much as I smile. I mean,
0: just, well, I didn't, I didn't say I cringed as much as I smile for sure, but- oh. I listen, I, I go back and I read it and I'm like, "Ooh, ugh, ugh ah, that
1: was awkward. So this was the post. It was back on December 16th, 2019 after our wonderful photo of you and I at a Christmas party. I wrote here, it says, I've come to learn that no matter how many times you get knocked down, you have that many times to get back up. And you can fail and fail and fail and fail but you're able to get back on the road and do it again. And I proved that in sixth grade, I had straight Fs. I think I had one C That was a PE. It's like the easiest class that you can do. Just show up in your gym shorts and clothes. And I refused to wear gym clothes. I didn't want to participate. And I'm an athlete. I loved it. I love being out there, but I turned my, all my grades around from straight Fs and a C to straight A's. And I didn't give up. I failed. I failed to complete assignments. I failed to do good on my homework. I failed to read the chapters that I needed. It just, failure is part of the journey. It's another way of saying it's part of the struggle. It's part of making you a better person. And my dad used to tell me all the time because he failed. He failed at things in life too. But you can give up because giving up means that you've now shut it down completely and now you don't necessarily have that momentum that you do when you have a light that's on. So just to kind of piggyback on that consistency, because it kind of goes hand in hand, but with every single moment that I have in life, it really pushes me every patient that I encounter. You may not say something right. You might say, uh, you know, you might say tachycardia and you may you want to say tachycardia or you, I don't know, this is a stupid example. Yesterday we were teasing because someone wrote, Tachycardia or something like that something really weird it didn't even look like tachycardia but that was what the chief complaint was yeah you make you make the opportunities happen by failing and coming back not giving up and coming back because it's a lot harder and so my dad made sure that was something i learned but um do you have a second one Do you have a second well,
0: actually uh, you, you go i want to hear what your second one is
1: you want to hear my second one okay yeah. so my second one this one's really important to me because I had a hard time doing this at a young age but my parents were consistent gosh see, what a cliche situation here consistent. my parents were consistent with this this one because as somebody who had struggles as a child growing up trusting and wanting to be loved or to love uh, my mom and both my mom and dad both used to say you need to be kind you need to be kind to people be kind to every single person you come across because Things do come back to you. I didn't understand what that meant. I didn't like, all right, cool, whatever. But yeah. as I've gotten older, you fast forward in time, I've learned that it, it's kind of the rule, the golden rule, do on to others as you want or do do to others as you want others to do to you. It's kind of the same concept, but it's the golden rule. But there's something about being kind. There's something about being kind that's very gentle. It's not like uh, being nice to people or being a good person. It's about being kind. And it's just, it's a, it's a place of heart. And I think that when you think about that, biblically speaking, you reap what you sow. So when you do good things and you are nice and you're, you're kind to people, the tendency is that you shall see these things come back to you. People are kind to you. People want to you know invest in you. People want to, you know, listen to you, learn from you, grow from you. And so I think that that was instilled at a young age, and my parents didn't give up. My parents were consistent by continuously telling me, "Hey," and it's helped me. It's helped me shape into the person I am today, being able to encounter people and communicate with people, and and to love my girlfriend because the Bible says love is kind. It's it's literally one of the first ones that it talks about. Love is kind. I think it's actually the first one. Love is kind, and so my parents were teaching that. And is it kind? I'm going to have to think about it. Love is patient, love is kind. No, love is, is it love is patient first or love is kind? Patient. I think it's, it's patient, patient first. Patient but first. I, I just, it's one of the, yeah. It's, it's, in Corinthians. it's the second one. It's the second one that, that, that is put into play.
0: It's Look in Corinthians.
1: Yeah. So I've always believed that love is always what it does. And you, can, you can't necessarily, you can express kindness, but I think that kindness is always going to be some form of doing, something you do, an action. And so, like I said, I had a hard time loving, right? I had a hard time. So get this: I had a hard time loving people, and loving my mom and dad. Let's be more specific. I had a hard time loving my mom and dad. So, when you have a disconnect from what love is, you have a hard time understanding what being kind is, or what it is to be patient, or what it is to not to be, you know, judgmental, or to hold records of wrong, or to whatever it is. But to focus in on kindness. I think that when you look at even in the field that I am and that you're in, it gives us an upper hand on how you communicate with people who don't necessarily know what it's like to be loved or to receive love or to give love or to just genuinely have a kind heart. And I think that God finds a way to reward you or give that back to you. And so that was something my parents were really, really, really adamant about making sure I knew because now, now that I'm at the age that I'm at as an adult, I realize how kindness has uh, an effect on people, you know, the inspiration that people have. I mean, people who be like, man, you know, I missed you at work the other day. Like, you know, you got, you got your team members that are at work, you know, your AMs that have asked you like, hey man, we wish you could be here to work today. You know, I got called in last week, but people missing you to be present because they know that somebody is, you know, a kind heart. I don't know. It's just like, this is how you feel. People have this thing when you, when you can be kind to one another. And I think that's something we needed to go through as a, as a, as a, as a world. Um, I want to continue that because it, it it's, it's fundamental to me. It changed my life It's giving me an opportunity to not only just do it for me, but also to, to give it back to people. Well,
0: and 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 like so, th- and this is the conflicting thing that I had is when we discussed the top two, that was actually one of mine mine as well. But um, like, I looked at kindness a little bit differently. I look at kindness not necessarily towards other people, but more so kindness towards myself, because ultimately kindness is contagious, and if you're if you have the ability or able to grasp the concept of actually being kind to yourself then you're more likely to be kind to those around you if you're able to show forgiveness to yourself then it's going to be easier to forgive other people around you it's contagious so it's not one of those things that you can just be like okay let me be kind to this person and not this person it's there's no on and off switch it's either you are or you're not and so i I will say when I there was a point in time in my early 20s where I struggled with confidence my self-worth. And I realized that I had to be kind to myself and understand that emotionally I felt this way, but it didn't mean that I was gonna last long. And as long as I was as long as I was able to genuinely have some form of kindness to myself, I knew that I was gonna get out of that rut at some point.
1: Right. No, I 100% agree with you, man. I think that that's something that also kind of takes form in what the Bible says is to love your neighbor as yourself. Um, When you hear that, sometimes people forget that it's to love your neighbor. They hear the neighbor first and then yourself. When you really listen to what it says, love your neighbor as yourself. God wants you to love your neighbor, but first to love you. And it's kind of like a, really kind of a twisted way of it's backwards it's like when you translate spanish sometimes things are like water cup please or please cup water yeah the syntax or the breakdown of the sentence but it it basically means that you know being kind to you i 100 agree you're you're absolutely right i appreciate you adding on to that because i wasn't always kind to me you know i wasn't always kind to me i wasn't
0: it's a struggle and a lot of people a lot of people do actually struggle with that, that, that concept of being kind to themselves.
1: Correct. And if anybody out there is dealing with that, I think should know that it's important to recognize that everybody, I believe to a certain extent, no matter how confident you are, still struggles with it. Because kindness, right, is subjective to a certain extent. Because for some people, you know, we don't know what kindness is. Sometimes being kind to themselves isn't necessarily the emotion. It could be the, the physical. It's like taking yourself to treat yourself, you know, like what you do once a month, you treat yourself. Yes. and But it, it, it's a self-appreciation. And I think people always get that self-kindness and they see self-righteous. And it's not self-righteous to be self-kind. It's self-righteous to be to be self-seeking in a sense where you're not necessarily I don't know how to really say I guess I don't have the counter argument for what self righteous would be. But what I'm saying is is that being kind, it, it takes a it takes a deeper part of who we are to actually yes. to, to actually be that. Um, and I feel like even during my day to day at work, I have a hard time sometimes because you know. I have to take a step back. I'm the type of person that, you know, will tell you transparently, hey, look, I know it's busy here. Let's, let's focus on trying to get you to a room. And I'm, I'm in triage often. And I'm going to share this because it is a tough place. You deal with all kinds of personalities, all kinds of people. But one thing I remember is being kind to people. I don't want someone to, like if, if, if let's say I was rude and disrespectful, right? Let's just say that's going to come back to me. And I don't want that. I mean, no matter how much I don't want it, 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 you know, God, it it always comes back some kind of way. You reap what you sow. So That's why true. not just go ahead and be kind and love people? Because it all comes back to you some kind of way, whether it's a blessing or it's a curse or it's something that messes your day up. I feel like those two things we've talked about today, or by at least two that I've talked about so far, if, and, and of course, being consistent, those are lessons that I don't think that just apply to Uh, two podcasters or two guys who are motivational speaking individuals. I think this is an implication for all people because at the end of the day, there are times when you're, when I'm not consistent and I can see where I'm slacking, I can see where things can be better. And I think that's also a place where you have to be kind when you are at your most broken down, because most people are not kind to themselves so it's a it's a revolving circle. You're not kind to yourself. You break yourself down. You're in a place of like, oh my gosh. And most people that I, including myself, it's it's when you're at the gym, or you don't see the progress, or maybe it's you're studying for a test and you didn't do good enough, or you didn't feel like you did a, the best job you could. Let me rephrase what I'm saying. Or it's trying to, you know, you're you're playing a date with a girl, or maybe you're going on a date with a guy, and you you know, you're ready for, you know, the best night ever, but then you don't necessarily shine as bright as you hoped you did. And then it's like, man, and you beat yourself up. And then you're not kind to yourself. And you go in the circle and you go in this loop. It's like, well, and then, and it it just kind of becomes this like loophole, man. And I think that people at the end of the day, um, and I don't want to keep elaborating on and on and on and on and on, but I just want to make the point that kindness, consistency, all of these things we've talked about are like, not just uh, a Finn or Adler topic. I think every single, class person, to
0: every single person.
1: Yeah, no matter what, yeah. no matter what. It doesn't matter if you're rich, poor, famous, middle class, doing your own thing. Don't give a rat's A-double-S about life. You just want to live life and go ride on a, a bike for the rest of your life. To, who the heck knows? Or you don't want to do nothing. You want to yeah. do nothing with your life. You would like to just lay in bed and just watch Netflix because that's your day-to-day hey as long as you're being kind to yourself and you're consistent by all means i mean life throws us lessons but we also have to kind of figure out which ones are going to be the most beneficial because some things are not going to apply to day-to-day like there's just some mm-hmm. things i've learned in life that are just not applicable to today it made sense then it made sense then
0: yeah
1: so, i don't know
0: no, i I mean, I, I definitely uh, uh, agree with you. Uh, these are aren't just regular lessons that just apply to us. It applies to every single person because each every individual in this world has struggled in some form of variation um with those same topics. so i I definitely agree with you on that. Um my last uh, lesson, which I think it's 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 powerful. And I think a lot of people can uh, relate to it. Um, and this is probably the most important life lesson that I've ever learned: is fail and succeed in private. And I come from a upbringing where uh, you say something and you say it out loud, and you say, "Hey, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to accomplish it." And you set a goal and you put it out there and let people know about it because you want to put the pressure on you and the danger about doing that. It's, it's good to a certain extent to have that level of confidence, but you also got to understand there's another side to it that I didn't understand until later on in life is that sometimes when you set out on a goal, if you fail, then you got to walk back with your tail tucked between your legs and be like, yeah, I failed and you have to pinpoint it and not realizing that all the while while you were saying it, there's people who are listening to you and hearing you, and there's people who are rooting against you. There are some genuine people who are also rooting for you, but the people who are rooting against you don't ever blatantly say, hey, I'm rooting against you. They show up in different, more passive aggressive ways in your life. And they show that, hey, you know what? even though that's your goal, I don't think that's something that suits you. It doesn't seem like something that you can do. And they'll say stuff like that. And that is by not sharing what your goal is, I think that you protect your ultimate goal. You find a way to to guard it and you keep people from imposing or adding whatever they want, their own two cents to what it is you're setting out to do. And the most important thing is, succeed in private as well. Not to say that you don't share with people, but you don't share with everybody. Because when you hear congratulations at face value, you heard congratulations, you feel good. But again, those people who aren't for you, they'll say congratulations. And unfortunately, not every person that says congratulations means congratulations. There's always a subtext, there's always an underlying thing. So finding the ability to succeed in private and to succeed in, um, or fail in private, those are the, that's the most valuable concept that I think that I just recently learned um, in my 30s.
1: You told me that one, and I'm gonna be honest, that one is something I've been practicing more and more myself. And it's because, as I guess, if I can even talk right, as I've become more aware that I do sometimes over talk about my goals, people do find a way to take it. And they, it's like once it's out, it's out. It's not like you can just be there, like, oh, give me it back and come back in my mouth. And no, yeah. it's, it's people now use that. It's kind of like when they say in the court of law, whatever you say can be used against you. It's literally the same thing in a day to day, every single life. Yeah. And, you have it's just whatever it can be beneficial or it could be completely destructive and i'm learning and i'm i've disciplining myself i've been getting better at this about being more uh private about what i'm doing and maybe maybe that's something that is going to take some time more than just a month or two but really finding a way to keeping it between myself and knowing that like things that we've talked about, you know, because you're my friend, you know, like you're somebody that I talk to about things. I mean, I feel like you being in a different part of the country, I mean, no excuse, but I feel like uh, it's a little harder to to text more frequently as I used to. I feel like I used to, but when you're doing life, you, and I, and I mean, I think you're doing life too a lot more. I feel like you, you have a partner in crime that you can go do stuff with, and that's a phenomenal feeling. You get to you're focused on each other and you're finding time to go out and venture. And that's something that I have seeked for all my life is somebody who will just love me, right? To take me in and, and I vice versa. And that feeling of being loved and being kind having kindness brought to you and vice versa. And then thinking about what <clears throat> you're saying here about being more private about stuff. it really is kind of post, I mean, just as an example, when I see people like post this stuff, like, we've talked about this. Oh, post it on Instagram. Like, not every single thing has to be. And that was one of the first things that I did was I realized that I just wanted to have. It's less stressful. I'm gonna be honest with you. When you don't, when you don't get everybody involved in your journey, it's yeah. a lot to maintain. Well,
0: and the, the, I think that like. When you allow yourself the time to think it over on your own, and I'm sure that you can relate to this, um, you have your own thoughts and you get a chance to mull it over and you get a chance to think about it. And there's no outside negativity. There's only the negativity that you battle from within. So you get a chance to kind of sort through things and be like, all right, this is Fake news, this is false, this, I don't believe this. And here's fact, this is what I believe, and this is how I, I know that if I stay on this course long enough and be consistent, I can accomplish it. And what happens is when you start telling people your goals, they start whispering and they start crowding around like you, and just saying, Oh, well, I don't think you can do that. Now you somebody says, I don't think that you can do that. Now your brain is saying, Hey, I don't think I can do that. And now here's also this person doesn't believe it either. Whereas where you kept it to yourself in that, in that moment you're having and you're kind of sorting through your emotions and feelings, that thought is, I don't think you can do that, but I have no basis to refer it to, refer to or to associate with. It's just a random thought that came in here. It means nothing. But now when you tell somebody your goal and they say, I don't think you can do that. Now your brain goes, hey, I don't think you can do that. And neither does this person. And so it, it acts as a compound effect in your overall psyche, which keeps you from either attempting or even wanting to chase after your goal. So now you're battling two people against one. And I don't know in any sporting event or any, anything at all in life that where there's two people versus one, where that one person comes out on top. I don't, I don't see it happen. Sure.
1: I think when you I mean I think we should kind of wrap it up here but I think one thing that people should walk away with this episode today you don't have to be you don't have to be the top of your class you don't have to be the best in your practice of whatever it is that you're doing for work you don't have to be the all-star every day But when you can sit down and say that I have flaws, I have my strengths, but there are things that have gotten me through every up, down, left, right that I've possibly went through. That says enough for anybody who's listening to this, that you are capable, capable of setting your own boundaries and standards and recognizing that there are actual Key points to our our life that have gotten us to the point where we are today for our single mothers, single fathers, for families who are trying to balance work, childcare, school, finances. It's not cheap out there these days, but people going out and working and putting food on the table, making sure their children have a bed to sleep in. Moms making sure that they have what they have for their kids. Dad's trying to make sure that they have things for their kids. And everything in between, you know, if you're not necessarily single, you're, you're a family of four or a family of two, and you're trying to build up whatever it is that you're trying to build up, you have to recognize there's something that got you here to this point in your life. I think about this all the time. I don't know where I would be if it wasn't for the things that were grounded in my life, the things that I believed in, the people that stood by my side people that are not necessarily in my life anymore because you know sometimes relationships have expiration dates but then there's relationships you'll have forever for life that's true and that when i say that it gives you perspective at the end of the day that there are going to be core life lessons that get us to where we are supposed to be and if okay. you follow that you follow that algorithm we'll be better in the world not just today, but forever, because I think we've gotten so far from what we started off with our roots yeah. that we are now so far that it's going to take time to even get back to that. So it's just this very, very basic idea of having your most admirable and most powerful lessons that you've taken in and embracing them, because nobody can take those away, no matter how hard people try. No, you have those forever and you build on it. Like, like I said, the your lesson that you've learned in your thirties has impacted me in my early twenties. The fact that now I understand what you mean. Don't tell everybody everything you're doing. You don't have to. And even that it doesn't have to be something good or bad. It's just don't, don't tell everybody what you're doing. It's a good well, thing. And,
0: and again, that's the, I, I, so when you fail in private, it gives you such and I mean, it's still going to be painful, not to say that it won't hurt. Oh yeah. Like the, the, like, I don't know how to explain this. Uh, I know we got to wrap up. I, I'm just going to make this point, and then we can um, this is like
1: our, this is like our footnote.
0: But um, when you fail in private, there is a certain level of peace that you get to experience. Not to say that it doesn't hurt. Failure always hurts, and it's never easy to deal with. But when you fail in private, then you can lick your wounds in private. You don't have other people saying, because again, people don't just blatantly say, ha ha, look at you, look at you. What they say is, well, you know, I really didn't see that for you anyway. Or, you know, I just, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't convinced that that was something that, you know, that skill that you had. Maybe you should try this. I don't wanna hear that stuff. If I fail something in private, I'm learning that now. I want to be able to fail in private, not wallow in self-pity, but to deal with the end results in private. So that way I can come up with a game plan so that next time through, I can be successful.
1: Okay.
0: Well, um, uh, that's pretty much it for the uh, episode, guys. Um, like, as always, guys, we appreciate you because honestly, like we do this um, with the hope of impacting and helping uh, people. And that's just been the, the ultimate goal since day one. And as long as someone's able to pull a nugget or pull something from what we've said and it helps benefit your life, then I I feel like I've done my job and I've been able to contribute to um, society in, in that way. So um, as always, we appreciate you. We love you. Um, we definitely want you to check out the coffee on um, our website. Um, follow us on the Best You Nation um, at, on Instagram, and um, you know just check us out. Uh, I think we're on YouTube. We're on uh, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Um, I have my own um, platform. I have a TikTok actually. It's uh, 24 hours in a day. I do have a TikTok now. It's it's up and running. So um, definitely check that out. And um, also on Instagram. Uh, uh, 24 hours a day as well so yeah
1: yeah and then obviously I mean I've been kind of slacking off but I uh, I'm going to try to be better about it and I said this last time but instead of overwhelming myself I'm going to stick to starting off with one creating a decent video because I think that's why I have a hard time and this is this is practicing the uh being kind of myself because I make these videos and I'm like yeah it's just not good enough and like i'm like really hard on myself about it seriously like i have a hard right. time racing because i'm like i i put too much work in it and i get dis- like i get discouraged when it's like and I, we've talked about this the results is like you only get 300 people who've seen it and it's like well remember 300 people saw it yes so, and it's discouraging i'm very hard on myself because i put a lot of work and effort into things and when i don't see i'm very like I don't know how to describe it, but that's
0: not the point. The point okay. is... I mean, hey, we, we all suffer from it and you know, we all want to be good at something that we've never done before. But the only way that we're going to get good is by practice, determination, and that last one, consistency. Yes. And as, long as we work at it, there's always going to be some form of progress. Yeah. Um, we don't fall backwards. We may fall down, but we always fall forward. So keep moving forward and keep taking those steps. And as always... We love you. We appreciate you. Check us out next week, guys. Take care.